0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio.
0: Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour. Health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now here's your host, Sharon Kleiner.
2: I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour. Power of water. That's the whole reason for this show for uh, over six years. I want to thank you for listening, and it is exciting to say The world of water, people are taking it more serious than ever in history. And it's because out of the clear blue sky we're learning. Oh, let's just say we've known it all along, but we have a tendency on the planet Earth to be very human and put things off. So far back in time, uh, like in countries like Holland, their government was set up for water. That was their original government. Governments of our forefathers was set up for governing water so far back. We lost it. And my priority in my research and in my everyday, what I do every day with our investment as a research center and reaching out to the world is the power of water. We must have it on Earth. We just recently had a article written that I really appreciated, and we've had many, 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 and I don't usually bring them up, But Biomedicine wrote a very good article about uh, what I had said about praising Jay-Z, the entertainer, that is also behind water. We have a lot of entertainers, a lot of people out there behind water, like Peter Brabeck, the chairman of Nestle. Nestle has the biggest water business in the world for drinking purposes. But he sincerely and that company, Nestle, are so sincere about water, water, water. Are we going to have to put a price on it? But that's so expensive that people start looking at it like it's a value. People forgot it's a value. Without water on the earth, there is no life. We could become Mars. And the sad part about it, we don't want to. We want generations after generations of life on earth to be what Gene Cernan, the astronaut, said when he looked back at Earth and he sat on the moon, and he said, that's God's porch. It has the blue, the, it's blue like a marble. What he meant is you're looking at blue vapor. The water, is, it looks blue. So we're looking at all of us together, and we're hoping you're going to join us with this radio show. And, oh, I have another one. Uh, I had on my show Dr. Neil Grigg not long ago about Water and finance, that meant water as an investment out there, is is beyond all imagination. What are we going to do in each of these cities and each of these countries to to get behind water? They expect in the United States by 2030, the water crisis will be 40% short of what we've been needing and what we will need then and thereon. By 2050, it's in a crisis. And here in the United States, this is the United States I'm coming from, in the United States of America audience, um, I want to tell you, there are going to be 20 cities, and I want those listening in the United States to hear these. I'm going to take the time. Tampa, St. Petersburg, Lancaster, Palmdale, California, Oxnard, California. Oh, Tampa and St. Petersburg, Florida. Lancaster, Palmdale, California, Oxnard, California. Ann Arbor, Michigan; Tucson, Arizona; Chicago, Illinois; Concord, California; Charleston, California; Las Cruces, New Mexico; Cleveland, Ohio; El Paso, Texas; Mission Viejo, California; Riverside and Santa Bernardino, California; Salt Lake City, Utah; Los Angeles, California; Long Beach, Santa Ana, California; San Diego, California; San Antonio, Texas; San Jose, California; Lincoln, Nebraska. Fort Lauderdale and Miami, Florida. Now take it serious. Water, water, water. Now, did you know it takes water to light up a light bulb? Did you know how much water it takes to make your clothing? Do you know how much it takes every day to make hamburger? Uh, we've gotta realize. And how much water it takes to grow food, the crops, that, you know, we, we've got to take this serious. And this is why 30 years ago, when I was studying the behavior of the organism of all life on earth, it cannot exist without water. We have in the United States two reservoirs. One at Lake Powell in Utah and Arizona border. We have another one, Lake Mead, that are, are already so low that it's, it's just sad. And people are going to be frustrated. And other parts of the world. This is, this, this is the other sad story. There are conflicts that have been going on in Yemen and all of the Middle East for long, uh, for generations. They are at a crisis. They are at a crisis in the Middle East. Now you wonder why they're so frustrated and upset. It's a crisis. They don't have enough water. Every minute, 15 children die because they do not have clean water. What's happening out there throughout the world that this is illustrating is absolutely a crisis. So I hope you join with us. Listen to the show, and we'll be bringing more attention to it. It's a reminder to educate ourselves. We bring people on the show that we talk about how important water is to our everyday life. We've had Dr. Dwayne Cecil on here, a climatologist. He's been with NASA. We've had United Nations. We've had Nobel Prize winners. We've had no end of people from medical backgrounds and all kinds of alternative backgrounds, agriculture backgrounds, and organic backgrounds saying water, 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 water. W-A-T-E-R. We can't live without it, and I sure don't want to take, I don't want Earth to whisper to me that I left Earth behind when I leave someday and go to heavens above that I wasn't telling the seriousness of water. Your health is your water. Always remind yourself, without water every day to drink, you are not going to be healthy. It's just like this weekend. I sprang uh, my—I didn't sprain my ankle, but I pulled some tendons. What did I do? I took some vinegar and water, and I put ice in it, and extreme cold as I could. And I tried to pull that toxin of inflammation out with water. Without that icy water, I probably would have been limping today. This was on Saturday, so always remember and drinking water as soon as you get out of bed. You begin your first glass, nothing in it. Drink water through the day, a day. Don't sip it; drink it when you go to drink it. So that's serious to you all day long and around the clock, the 24 hours that you at least get eight to ten glasses of water. But what I just told you—if you you're rationing water, what are we going to? What are you going to do with your health? And you need to take your shower, your bath, or hygiene. You need to wash your clothes. You're trying to water your lawns and crops. Uh, it's water. And the other water that is so important that I've been trying to tell you is the water in the air called humidity. I call that water vapor. That became my research. How serious that water vapor is for you, for your everyday influence, that invisible water that we don't see, it's as important as what you're drinking. You drink your water, but that invisible vapor is what's giving you the ability for your organism to even exist Without that water vapor, Earth is gone. It's, and the influence in that water vapor around the globe, around the universe, is by far greater than you've been taught. So we're going to learn together, and this is what it's a lot of fun. We get out of bed in the morning, and we begin the walk of life of exciting health Olympics, but without the water, there is no Olympics for health. So remind yourself of that every time and tell others also to drink water and preserve the water and let's learn how to take that water vapor and that raindrop and that moisture and that change of climate and do something with it. Become, Go to research like I did. I own patents all over the world in what I've done with my research. You can too. You can go out and learn. What can you do to invent some new ideas, some new explorations, be an explorer on what we can do to preserve our water for a lifetime. Let's bring life in water and the power of water together. Jay-Z is backing life in water. I am saying the power of water is crucial and exciting. Without it, there is no life. Today we have a really exciting guest. I was, really, I was reading up on what's called Life Extension in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and they have it. There's a book called Disease Prevention and Treatment. I'm really anxious to talk to the doctor. She's Kara Schmidt, and she's a doctor of natural alternative medicine, and she's science director for the Life of Extension. We're going to learn a lot, and I'll bet you she's. I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll put words in her mouth. I know we're going to hear something about water from the doctor today too. Well, listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aqua Research Center, which I am the founder of. Uh, has a product called Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is that natural ability to supplement the surface of your eye. Did you know at the surface of your eye is 98% water must be maintained? You cannot have a dehydration if the water vapor is not providing you what the supplement you need. Nature's Tears Eye Mist was invented to be able to supplement your eyes to give it that Humidity effect naturally. It doesn't run the makeup because it's tissue culture graded water has a level high level of absorption. Wonderful for contact lenses. For the burning, the itching, the blurry, the tired sitting at a computer, traveling on an airplane. If you're in construction, uh, all the different reasons why every single day you should be supplementing that water vapor for the tear film. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears iMist, and we'll be right back with Dr. Schmidt.
0: Ask the experts call toll free right now 18664725787 and ask our all star team to answer your question that's 18664725787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com
3: discover the secret of nature's tears i missed an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops when your tear film is dry your eyes feel dry
0: Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Doctor, are you with us? I'm here. It's nice to have you with us today. And you're sitting in Thank Fort you. Lauderdale. That's right. And did you hear me mention about the 20 cities that are going to be, have a very serious shortage of water? And I guess Fort Lauderdale is one of them. Yes, unfortunately that's true. Yep. So you know about it already?
4: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Florida has a, a trouble with water from two angles. One, sometimes it, uh, comes over the
2: seawalls and two, we have trouble, uh, maintaining, um, optimal amounts of fresh water as well. Right, right. It's the fresh water we're concerned, I'm always concerned about. And then the other thing too, doctor, is, the fresh water is what attracts to the water vapor and the cloud system. And I've had scientists on here saying, too, we're having a cloud system change. It's because we don't have enough fresh water on the surface of the earth to attract this. And the temperature is changing because of that. And mm-hmm. uh, we need to start getting more inventors and people excited about what to do about how to preserve the water and uh, learn more uh, about um, there's never there and by the way they've always said doctor there's plenty of water it's just that we're not knowing how to use it right correctly and, and protect it and um, utilize it the way we should when the rains come down that's how earth began but tell us about your you're with, uh, sci- you're a, with a group called life extension tell us about life extension and we'll talk about the book Okay, sounds great. Yeah, Life Extension
4: uh, is an organization that's really dedicated to anti-aging research and therapies. And for 33 years now, we've been funding research programs that are aimed at developing new anti-aging therapies uh, and combating age-related killers like heart attacks, stroke, cancer, Alzheimer's. And uh, our foundation has granted over 110 million dollars uh, in research on anti-aging therapeutics uh, over the past 10 years.
2: Wow, wonderful! So, was yeah. it started? Was it founded for that? I'm sorry. Was your foundation founded by who? Do, who is the founder of your of your foundation?
4: Well, um, the company was started um, really back in the 1970s, and then it was incorporated in 1980. By uh, Bill Saloon and and Saul Kent. Those are our founders. Mm -hmm. And they um, started the company, and and really it started as an information company.
2: Mm -hmm. And that really is. Information uh, is very important. Um, In fact, that's what we're learning and everything, as you know well. Uh, education, education, information is so important for people to be listening to. And we all have to be reminded, even though we think we know something, and even if we're so-called, quote, experts of what we're doing, authorities of what we're doing, uh, we have to be reminded of w- w- what is happening and what more we can learn. Can you ever learn enough? Now, um, tell us about uh, life extension, though, uh, so you're, it's, it's to study, but uh, wh- what are you doing? Uh, how, do you have an organization with a lot of people involved? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple
4: different facets of the company. One is the foundation, which is what I was just mentioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a buyer's club, which um, puts out high-quality uh, vitamins and supplements.
2: Mm-hmm. We
4: also have a, a research um, department who does... Mm-hmm. Um, trials on, on various therapies, mm-hmm. and, um, and my part of the company is related to the disease prevention and treatment book, um, and that is really designed to, what, exactly what you're talking about, is to provide information for people.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, Okay, now tell us about uh, the different things that you've been researching that you found that are very fascinating to uh, bring to attention to research.
4: Yeah, well, really, I can I can start off by telling you a little bit what inspired uh, the book, and it really started all the way back in the 1970s when the founders of the company started to uncover information that mm-hmm. could be used to alleviate suffering uh, and improve health.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And as they dug into the scientific literature, they found um, that in many cases, health conditions were not being optimally managed despite the evidence in the scientific literature that showed uh, that novel integration of nutritional supplements and conventional medicine was effective. Um, Mm -hmm. And so they they started disseminating that information, and a growing number of individuals began asking them for help with difficult-to-treat disorders. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: And as more cases were presented, it became really obvious that there was this communication gap between what was in the cutting-edge science, the scientific literature, and what mainstream medicine uh, was actually practicing. And that is really what sparked uh, the Disease Prevention and Treatment book.
2: Okay. So uh, w- when you went out to p- do your research on, for the book, what were some of the things that you were very surprised at for yourself to learn too? Because research, I've been researching research for way over 30 years, but mine has been studying dehydration. I, I chose that dehydration was at the top of my list and I like my medical field that I work with, surgeons and doctors all over the world. We talk dehydration, uh, more than ever in history. Um, and so then I got into the water research and, and, uh, what we need to, what we'd left behind. Now, what did you find when you guys were researching that startled you, some of the things that you didn't know? Yeah, well
4: there, there's really quite a few things. Um, I guess a couple of examples um, are in our high blood pressure protocol in the Mm -hmm. disease prevention book. And, um, you know, there's some things related to blood pressure that, you know, as you're saying, you think you might be an expert on something, but when you really delve into the research, you find, oh, we don't have things as tuned in as as we thought. Um, And so there's a couple of things there. You know, as you know, High blood pressure is, uh, unfortunately, a silent epidemic, and it can affect one in three Americans. So it's something that we all need to pay attention to and, and monitor. And the reason we're concerned about high blood pressure is because it puts us at increased risk for heart attack and stroke. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that um, we've talked about in this protocol is the definition of what is high blood pressure. And conventional medicine says that high blood pressure is a reading of 140 over 90. And so what does that mean? That 140, that top number, is the um, systolic blood pressure, and that bottom number, 90, is the diastolic blood pressure. And so that's the the standard definition, 140 over 90. But when you really delve into the research, um, you see that even a level of 140 over 90, uh, you're already at risk. And in fact, research in 2006 showed that levels of 120 to 129 systolic over 80 to 84 diastolic is associated with an 81% higher risk of cardiovascular disease compared to levels of less than 120 over 80.
2: Isn't so, that fascinating? Okay, now uh, I'm going to leave the 140 over 90 and I'm going to go down to your 120 over 80 and explain mm-hmm. that again.
4: Yeah, so basically at, at levels of less than mm-hmm. 120 over 80, um, mm-hmm. it is uh, much better for health. If you wait till you're all the way at 140 over 90 you are substantially at, at higher risk for heart attack and stroke. And, in fact, so what, what, is, you this, you know, what is the higher.
2: ideal blood pressure?
4: So based on the research that um, we've uncovered, and, and, you know, again, we're really looking at the preponderance of evidence, looking at everything, um, we suggest a target blood pressure of around 115 over 75.
2: Okay. Uh-huh. Now explain to the audience or people who really live a life of knowing a lot, but they always forget. Now, you explained, the, the, one, well, the 120, explain that, describe to them what 120 would stand for in, in, in sure. layman terms. And, and, <coughs> excuse me, my voice. Um, explain that to people out there so they're reminded.
4: Yeah, so again, our, our target is 115 over 75. What that means is um, the, really we're talking about the pressure in the arteries. And so that top number, that one fifteen, is the the pressure in the arteries when the heart is contracting, mm-hmm. and that bottom number, that seventy five, is the pressure in the arteries in between the heartbeats
2: or when the heart is relaxing. Mhm. Mhm. And then the uh, o- over eighty, what, what would that be? Well, in the
4: example I just used, it was one fifteen over seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So that, that bottom number is the pressure in the arteries when the heart is relaxing.
2: Okay, when the heart is relaxing.
4: Right. Okay. Okay.
2: Now you probably have run into this, being in the position you are with the, uh, with life extension. Uh, we're having young, young, young people experiencing high blood pressure, mm-hmm. and they're not knowing it because they're not going to the doctor. Uh, with physical checkups or understanding the symptoms, what what did you, when you were studying all that? What were the symptoms that you could, people could recognize that maybe you don't know you have high blood pressure? What are the symptoms? Well, you know there are some symptoms, but
4: it's called a silent epidemic for a reason, right. and that exactly. is uh, you know sometimes you just don't know that you have high blood pressure. Um, but some of the more common things are, are people can notice uh, headaches, for example. Um, sometimes uh, you might actually um, kind of hear the, the um, blood pumping in your ears. Um, that's mm-hmm. usually only when the blood pressure is extremely high. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the things that uh, we like to educate people about is you really need to monitor your own blood pressure, and, and the best way to do that is with an at-home blood pressure cuff uh, because, like you saying, a lot of times um, people only know what it is when they go into their physician that one time, you
2: know,
4: exactly. maybe twice a year,
2: and that, that's unfortunately not
4: frequently enough.
2: So what were some of the other things then you were learning that were surprises to you that you learned that uh, was not matching some of the r- reports out there that uh, people have maybe been misunderstanding some of the, res- uh, the research results? What are some of the other startling? That's, uh, this one here is surprising to me. Um, uh, then the other one, what is the other? Some of the, cu- give me a couple of others.
4: Yeah, um, I can give you another one again from the blood pressure uh, protocol. Another thing is, um, so let's say someone does go in and, and their blood pressure is elevated and their physician puts them on a medication Another surprising thing is that uh, many times blood pressure medications don't uh, maintain the blood pressure in that optimal level for a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. So what we're seeing is that someone maybe is taking a one-a-day dose of a medication and uh, it's only keeping their blood pressure within range for 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And so, what that means is that now the body is vulnerable to these dangerous effects of high blood pressure, mm-hmm. you know, multiple hours a day. And it's really those hours where it's uncontrolled that um, we're seeing the damaging effects of blood pressure. You so know, I'm again, wondering,
2: doctor, then if that is the case, if the patient asked their doctor, would the doctor even know which hours of the day it might be? Or is that also a surprise?
4: Well, it usually is that the the medication kind of wears off after a certain amount okay. of hours. So if you're
2: taking it in the morning, it'll wear yeah. off before the uh, before the afternoon, late afternoon.
4: Exactly. That's right. Yep. And so for some people um that occurs and the best way to monitor for that of course is to have that at-home blood pressure cuff mm-hmm. and check it throughout the day and if mm-hmm. you're finding that it's going above that 115 over 75 Go back to the physician and, and talk about maybe a second dose of the medication or, or switching medication. And
2: again, I'm going to bring up the fact, and you can emphasize this with your background, they're finding out that young people, uh, there was some news today where a young football player collapsed. Now, it's, it's happening all over where young people are having uh, severe reactions to uh, exhaustion or Stress or, and, and the word, have you started hearing more and more and more the past two years or so? The word dehydrated, dehydration, more than ever in history? Oh,
4: absolutely. And, um,
2: but again, back to uh, these youth, uh, young people that are, it's like the uh, unforeseen or unseen, uh, they don't think about high blood pressure in a young person. And I would emphasize, I hope you'll help, for people to start looking at young people, and making sure they get their blood pressure checked. Uh, in fact, would it hurt? It's not expensive for families to have bl- a blood pressure monitors at the house. They're easy. And if a child or a young person feels exhausted, over-exhausted, maybe they, uh, they have high blood pressure. Yeah, that's right. Yep, and, and stress. Um, Stop and think, Dr. Stress. I started studying all this because I was studying the word stress and learned that stress causes a dehydration. Dehydration causes stress. Uh, I, I should say dehydration causes stress. Stress is influenced yeah. by it. But So what is the next one? Let's get one more. Yeah, um, well,
4: you know, these are this is one of the typical risk factors for heart disease, you know, high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. That's one that you hear about as a risk factor for heart disease. Other ones are things like smoking status and cholesterol levels. Um, But it's interesting, even with those typical factors that are looked at, Mm -hmm. um, if we're not paying attention to the gaps that exist in conventional medicine, we're really doing ourselves a disservice. Uh, For example... Uh, we know that excess cholesterol is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease, um, but we also need to be aware of the benefits that cholesterol has in the body. And mm-hmm. the body actually... Uses- a lot of
2: people hear the word cholesterol and they're going, oh, you know? <laughs> and you just said a magic word called benefits. We've got to take a, a, a moment with our sponsor. This is the only time I do it. And don't go anywhere, yeah. doctor, because we're going to talk about cholesterol because kids... Children today, um, or I'm sure would have cholesterol problems too, that people have unrecognized. So don't you go anywhere. You're doing, I really appreciate what you're doing. We're gonna listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, a supplement to supplement the tear film of your eye. Did you know that the water on your eye is vital to vision, the health of your vision? It has an electrolytic ability with the water to be able to give you the vision you require. But if you become dehydrated in the eye, loss of water, that can cause a vision impairment. All the way to blindness. We'll listen to our sponsor with that supplement, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with 100% all-natural tissue culture-grade water, the supplement. We'll be back with Dr. Schmidt in a moment.
3: (music)
0: Talk talk, 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 talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com.
3: Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye missed an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you.
0: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. are listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Hour at yahoo.com. That's Hour at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Dr. Schmidt, you were talking about cholesterol. And you know yeah. something that is so fascinating that you can discuss too. Isn't it interesting how uh, and, and, and let's talk at the promotional or the advertising or the political or these subject matters come up to educate us all about our health. And it, it's just mind-boggling. And then we hear about cholesterol. And uh, cholesterol, uh, is it, 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 tell us, you were mentioning about the good cholesterol.
1: Tell us something,
2: educate, first of all, educate the word, you know, doctor, the greatest invention of all time, and I won't play games because we get such valuable time with you, the greatest invention of all time was a word that was invented to describe something. You know, you have to agree, that word is vital, so as we've learned to speak languages... And we learn more about words, and especially with the algorithm today on the Internet, we're really learning more about words. In fact, I got another one today that science is finding out another way to study the behavior of a word another way, the word. Mm-hmm. So when we hear a word, we're all going, uh-huh, our antennas are going up. Even those of us that are in research or those of us on the ground um, in everyday life that have nothing to time to do, they're doing other things to accomplish Past, they're not in studying, they're not researching, so they're really relying upon education, like you and I said. But the word mm-hmm. cholesterol describe that word first. Yeah, well, cholesterol um, for most
4: people, I think you know is associated with uh, this is bad. you know no matter what cholesterol is bad, that's what we've been taught. Um, but the reality is, is that your body makes cholesterol for a reason. And um, it actually is used as a building block by the body to make hormones as well. Um, So, you know, you do need a certain amount of cholesterol for optimal health. You just don't want it to be uh, too elevated. Mm
2: -hmm. Now, so let's get into something that's one of my favorites. Of course, water is my number one. And you probably will agree, you know. Water is a solvent, and water mm-hmm. is, uh, is the priority of all. In fact, I've noticed in many times when people have these lists of very important things for your daily nutrients, they don't have water at the top. And I don't know if you knew, Doctor, that, that very expensive government pyramid of nutrition. There wasn't one glass of water. And I disagree with everybody. Water is nutrition. Without mm-hmm. the water, nothing else is going to be the nutrition. And uh, there's people who really think it's funny because they don't like the taste of it or, uh, oh, it's in a plastic bottle, I can't drink water. You know, they'll go without the water until they get home to the tap, but they don't even know about their own pipes at the tap water. But uh, nutrition is so important. Second, uh, tell us about what you've been learning about nutrition. Well, you know,
4: there's... there's so much uh, involved with nutrition um, and there's so many, uh, unfortunately, gaps that exist um, in conventional medicine knowledge uh, of nutrition. It's either a gap or it's just being ignored, I guess you could say. I'm going to answer. Uh,
2: I'm going to help you with that one a little bit. I have on my medical team all over the world surgeons, doctors of all backgrounds. And I will tell you, when they go through medical school, in this country, so far back, nutrition was just a few hours, but right. I had doctors in here now that are physicians and surgeons, and I've had a Dr. Philip Payton, who's an ophthalmologist surgeon, who absolutely mm-hmm. praises, I mean, oh, he's just pushing nutrition, and uh, we've had on here the China Study author. We've had the author for Preventing Heart Disease. Oh, by the way, are you familiar with the Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease author? Yes. Dr. Yes, Esselstrom, uh, he's been on here, uh, but Dr. Payden, ophthalmologist, and many of the ophthalmologists, because I've been in the eye category for studying for years now, is uh, saying nutrition, 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 and some of them are really going a little toward vegan. I have some that are, are vegan, uh, because of the nutrition side of getting your protein out of the Vegetables and more different types of plants, but tell us what you are finding in your research at your center about the food we're eating.
4: Well, you know, the the food that we're eating, um, unfortunately, is often um, depleted of nutrients and vitamins uh, that we need, and um, you know, even if you're eating organic produce, for example. Um, we're finding that even that can be depleted of, of the essential vitamins and minerals that, that are needed. So what we're really finding is that it, it is best for every individual to take uh, a multivitamin, uh, of course, with um, lots of water as well, um, because it, it's, it's necessary. It's one of those foundational supplements that people often uh, neglect, You know, just like water. Uh, it's almost taken for granted and um, people tend to go for more exotic types of supplements when really uh, just taking a multivitamin with a good amount of water is a, is a great um, way to start a supplement regimen. Can you
2: help me with something there with your background? I've said to my doctors all over the world, if you don't drink enough water with that supplement, if you don't drink enough water with that medication or what, I don't care what it is, it's not going to work. Yeah. You've got to have yeah, a listen. lot of water to drink with your supplement or your uh, your the the medication the doctor's prescribed or whatever. If you don't drink mm-hmm. enough water, it's not going to work. It's yeah, a waste. of course.
4: Right. Yeah, so all functions in the body are uh, you know dependent on water. Our body is uh, mostly water, so um, even taking a supplement uh, like you're saying, if you're not drinking it with adequate amount of water. It's not going to um, dissolve properly, and it's not going to function properly.
2: There we go. And the other thing, Doctor, is you mentioned the word dissolve. What is your thinking? And I'm going to we'll have some fun with this one. What is your thinking on your research and your centers on taking four to five vitamin supplements together?
4: Um, well, you know, it uh, depends on what those supplements are because some um, can conflict with each other that can affect right. the absorption, um,
2: right.
4: whereas others are, it's okay to take them together. So it really depends on, on the type of supplements.
2: You know what I try to emphasize with my dehydration uh, va- uh, evaluations? Is it, what do you say? And you can correct me because you know we're all in studying and we're all learning, but when you take a supplement, Try to spread them out and have a glass of water every time you have one. Uh, What is your thinking with what I just described?
4: Yeah, I completely agree. You know, some supplements are best to take uh, with food. Some are best in between meals, but either way, um, you need to take it with water.
2: Water, and then have a glass of water, and then you get a glass of water for each one. So then you can count your water glasses up. Now, what about the old thinking? Don't drink water with your food. Where is that research coming? Remember, there was a time, you might be young, I'm 71. And remember, there was a time that said, don't drink any water with what you're eating, with your food. What is some of the latest research on that?
4: Well, um, you know, I think the most important thing is, is to get enough water in. Um, so, you know, regardless of when it is, just do it. Um, but uh, the thinking is that for some individuals that have difficulty digesting, um, if you take water with your meal, it can dilute out uh, some of the digestive enzymes. So that's the thinking there. But regardless of that, um, if that's the only time that, uh, you know, you're drinking water, then you, you need to do it.
2: Okay. Okay, now some of the other things that your research you your learning, uh, what can you teach us?
4: Well, you know, going back to um, cardiovascular health, there are some typical factors that are discussed, but there's also some uh, factors that are largely ignored. And uh, so Life Extension has come up with 17 independent factors that contribute to uh, heart
2: disease, and we call these the 17 daggers of uh, heart attack. Uh, We've got got enough time. Tell us what the 17 are. I'd like my audience to hear that.
4: Yeah, uh, well, I won't go through all 17. Um, You can always uh, go to our website to learn more. But one in particular uh, that I'll talk about is uh, vitamin K. Um, Mm -hmm. That's not one that is typically discussed when you're talking about heart attacks and and stroke. Um, Vitamin K is really required to keep our arteries soft and pliable. And um, there was actually a very large, well-controlled clinical trial that tracked uh, 4,800 people over seven years, and it revealed that participants who ingested the greatest amounts of vitamin K, and specifically a type of vitamin K called K2, um, they, um, they uh, had a better cardiovascular condition than those who ingested the, the least amount of vitamin K. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the people that had the highest amount also had less calcium deposits in their arteries. Um, and K, vitamin K's role is essentially to keep
2: calcium in the bones,
4: and now, would that also help people
2: to get uh, get kidney stones?: What's that?: People who have uh, are susceptible to kidney stones? would vitamin K be good for them?
4: If it's um, calcium-related stones, yes, because it really helps to keep that calcium in the bone and prevent it from coming out and hardening the arteries or, or other mm-hmm. parts of the body.
2: Okay. That's right. Because con- kidney stones become very common, too. Have you noticed that? A lot of people out there mm-hmm. uh, have had a lot of problems with it. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay, go on. Yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Go
0: forward. Um,
4: Um, You know, another thing that a lot of people are not aware of is um, that there's different types of vitamin K. And I just Mm -hmm. mentioned vitamin K too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Most of us get vitamin K from our green leafy vegetables if hopefully you're eating green leafy vegetables.
2: Now let's back up for a second because that's one of my favorite subjects is (laughs) green leafy vegetables. Uh, You know, uh, doctor, if you ever want to ask me, what do you do when you have a day off or you want to go do something, I I go look at produce departments. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know how old you are, but we have really, our produce departments have really grown in to excitement here in this country. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can go to five different ones, six different ones a day. uh, and, they're, and they all have a little something else that I can, I'm looking for. But what sure. about the dark green leafy vegetables, doctor? Well, you know, they are uh,
4: very important for optimal health because they contain so many vitamins and minerals. And, and vitamin K is uh, one of those vitamins that it, it contains. Um, so you can get vitamin K from green leafy vegetables, um, but that vitamin K2, which is another form... It, that typically comes from meat and eggs and dairy. Um, and although eating green leafy vegetables is critical, um, the vitamin K from the green leafy vegetables is less absorbed. So you actually want to get a combination of vitamin K. Okay, uh, one now and
2: I'm, I'm going to get K2 in here. That's the yep. other information we always hear about. Is stay mm-hmm. away from meat and stay away from eggs. Now, we're learning more about eggs. They finally came out with another re- research development that uh, a few eggs a week, let's say four eggs a week maybe, are okay. You're fine. Maybe even uh, f- 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 five or six eggs a week. I don't know. You can answer that one. But dairy products. Um yes. Now, tell us... What your what your evaluations are with dairy products because there's the other one they're trying to get people to not young people some older people to uh, slow down on dairy if not diminish it. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Tell me about what you guys are learning there. Dairy um, is one of those things that uh, you know, similar to eggs, it kind of the the knowledge seems to to switch back and forth with it whether it's a. something that should be consumed or not consumed. Um, dairy um, in moderate amounts is, is good. And of course, it contains calcium, um, but it also contains um, large amounts of saturated fat, as does meat. Um, and meat and eggs in particular can also contribute to inflammation in the body if you're consuming too much of it. So mm-hmm. you don't want to overdo those things.
2: What is your thinking there on just what you said? Now, uh, chicken and fish mhm uh, you know uh, I'm, I'm a believer with what i've learned could digest easily, and then um, and red meat um, and i 'm all for my red meat uh, farmers and all that they 're doing out there uh, moderate moderate but mm-hmm. um, and in the dairy yogurt is a big deal today no, and of course you can get non fat but if you if, let's because I want to grab your attention on that nutrition side if you had a Person in front of you, and you said, You're, you need some new energy, and you need to be thinking about not being so tired all the time. What would be the perfect diet from breakfast, lunch, to dinner? What would you recommend? Let's say well, they don't have the energy and they're sitting at a computer and their eyes are glazy. They feel like a burnout because they're tired. Uh, they feel like the allergies are maybe kind of catching up and they're not sleeping as well because of it. What would be an ideal diet from morning, noon to night?
4: Well, um, as I heard you say in the beginning of the show, probably the first thing would be to wake up and have some water um, a typical diet, you know, I can give you examples of things that that I eat for breakfast. I have okay. uh, some oatmeal with um, some nuts and seeds and dried cranberries and things like that. Uh for breakfast. You know, for nuts, lunch and you said
2: nuts and what? And seeds. Seeds. You said seeds. And yeah, and dra- okay, dried seeds. cranberries and things like that. Okay, right. Okay. And did you have any toast? Um, typically I don't have toast, no. Okay. Well, have you ever heard, yeah. I'm going to plug this. Have you ever heard up in Oregon, Dave's Killer Bread? No. Oh, you haven't? Look it up on the web. He, okay. um, has this bread out with, I mean, it's unbelievable. When you pick it up, doctor, you feel weight. Um, mm-hmm. and I've had him on, but, um, uh, Safeway's carrying it now, and Kroger's is carrying it, and Costco is carrying it, but it's got a lot of seeds in it. He has different kinds of... He's just taken off unbelievable. So if you get one slice of his bread for toast plus your oatmeal, you've got a day. (laughs) Okay. Now, okay, what would you have for lunch? Um, Lunch sometimes for me
4: is um, rice and beans uh, with vegetables, um, something like that, Uh, or fish.
2: Now, when you say rice, is that a brown rice or... Uh, a polenta, uh, what type of rice do you use?
4: Yeah, ideally a brown rice um, okay, that has more go. fiber and more nutrients in it.
2: Okay. It isn't so starchy yes. to make you tired. What's that? Right. Well, white rice is, can be very starchy to make people uh, more fatigued because of the carbohydrates right. in it. And yeah, the the white
4: rice, rice uh, can certainly spike the blood sugar,
2: and then when there it, we go. The blood sugar drops, it
4: drops, blood drops, Thank you thank for saying that. that.
2: Right. Yeah. Now, what about dinner? Dinner
4: for me is typically um, some type of fish, usually salmon, ideally like an Atlantic salmon, um, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, good in those omega-3 fatty acids, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And vegetables, um, again, maybe uh, like a sweet potato uh, or other kind of starch like that. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And or another kind of polenta or something like that.
4: Yeah, or quinoa,
2: that's another nice. Quinoa, uh, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. No. Yeah. And, uh, no, and, and okay, just, no, now we've only got about three minutes left. Uh, I would like mm-hmm. to add some other subject to, to this that you've been doing so well. What about the word sleep? Yeah, have you ever noticed that people think that they should be so nature to sleep? In other words, when it comes time to go to sleep, you should just pass out and go to sleep. What have you been learning with your life sciences uh, your life extension, about the word sleep. Well, um, sleep is uh,
4: critical also for optimal health. Um, you know, there's a lot of regeneration that happens during sleep. Um, for some people, well, really for a lot of people, sleep um, can be an issue. And, in fact, life extension is has a uh, clinical study coming up uh, related to sleep because it's such an issue for a lot of people
1: it,
2: Well, it, you know what what it is I found doctor with dehydration effects. we're dehydrating more than ever in history, quicker because that water vapor's influence has it's changed It's polluted. Mm-hmm. And uh, that pollution is not attracting to the organism of the body because the body is, ha- is also having a pollution problem in those cells called toxin. We're very dehydrated. So the two organisms of the water vapor and the water in your own body are having a very difficult time to attract the way it once did. And so I, the people, when it comes time to going through this battle all day long, to, to to be doing what we're doing. And we're many people are on the Health Olympics, I'm calling it. But you've got to go to sleep, and they're having a very difficult time sleeping healthy, having healthy sleep. So what would you recommend before you go to bed how to think about how you're going to go to sleep? Even if you feel like you will, how will you go to sleep? Well, you
4: know, one thing uh, that's important that we talk about in our insomnia protocol is what's called sleep hygiene. Uh, you know, making sure that you're not watching television before bed, you know, making sure that that it's a dark room so that your body can make melatonin so it's easier to fall asleep. So there's certain things that you can do that make the environment more amenable to falling asleep. It, it,
2: okay, we've only got a half a minute left for you, and cool. tell us the last thing you would like them to come and find your uh, uh, site, and then the disease prevention and treatment, which is an alternative, <laughs> obviously. Uh, an alternative direction to go, uh, but tell us about that real quick. Yeah, and um, your listeners can
4: go to lef.org backslash dpt, and that's standing for Disease Prevention and Treatment, mm-hmm. or you can call 888-224-8230, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you can order the book that way. You can also mm-hmm. um, ask to speak with many, one of our many health advisors if you have additional questions.
2: Okay. Well, we I enjoyed it very much today, and I wish you all well. And hey, I hear having I'm you. having a book come, and I'm looking forward to that. Excellent. Thanks and for we'll, having me, We'll Sharon. talk about your book on the show every once in a while. Excellent. Okay, you have a nice day. And uh, I've been to Fort Lauderdale, and I love those canals. <laughs> yes, yeah,
4: me too.
2: Okay, you have a nice day, and tell everyone I said Thank hello. You. I will. Bye. Thanks, Sharon. Bye. Well, today you've learned a lot about alternative medicines and the way to think about uh, when you go to your doctor, take your log book with you about what you've been eating, how you've been sleeping, how much water you drink, and some things that you need to talk about. Go to your doctor. Like, it's a business, your, your life. It's your business and how you're going to feel. So always think about that. And the doctors and alternative mes- medicine, natural medicines, I have my doctor, I have a doctor that's a natural medicine doctor, and my she leads me off to other doctors, MDs, or whichever doctors that she need, thinks I need, and that's a, f- a very exciting way to go, uh, is that if you don't get to see your regular doctor very much, p- pick out in your doctor's selection a natural doctor, so that when you go to see them, uh, they're doing some other things, and alternatives too, because they think another way. Um, so it's a possibility that maybe you can do some more alternatives in your everyday life. Well, we're out of time. I wish, wish I wasn't. I have enjoyed this. I want you to know, though, there is a water crisis going on globally. Get behind it with us. We need to hear more from you. Go to my Facebook and Twitter. Listen to me on Apple iTunes. And learn more and educate. Become a crusader with the rest of us around the world. Like Peter Braybeck, the chairman of Nestle, is right on it. I'm right behind it. Jay Z and I could go on and on and on and on. The individuals of us who are behind this water crusade. And go to SharonKlineHour.com. Embrace your life; it's very special to you, but also to somebody else's. Embrace theirs. But Earth whispers, don't all take it all with you. Let's say that with the water. We, we want to we have water here for eternity. That's life. That's the power of water. Thank you for listening. You have a nice day, and you be well.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.